0: And now, weighing in, out of the blue corner, Josh the Punk
1: Thompson. percent And on the other side, he weighs in. From the red corner,
2: Big John
1: McCarthy nice.
0: Well, yes, it's once again the Weighing In podcast and my man Josh the Punk Thompson. Trust me, he's a punk because we've been talking off air. I can't believe the crap that comes out of that man's mouth. It's incredible, but we are going to talk about Some of the news that's come up in the world of MMA. We got some fights that are gonna be coming up. Talking Mackenzie Dern and Hirsch. Little thing with the UFC that's happening, and we've got the main thing. thing. Little
1: Little, thing with the UFC, a little fight. It's a little fight. There's no such thing as a little fight. It's a little it's always the ones that you think are easy and that you think are little are the ones that Man, you're like, damn, what I get myself into. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you get out there, you're like, man, this, this guy's a lot harder than I a lot thought. fucking harder oh, than I thought. That's shit. it. Well, all right. You know what? You guys are all going to have to hold for one second. Please don't break away, Dave. Dave normally likes to stop and cut and edit. But I can tell you guys right now, that little fan right there is going to piss you guys off. So I'm going to turn the fan, fan off just because I get complaints about it all the time. Yeah. So hold on. Oh, oh is that because it makes
0: the
2: thing people on the... thinks is he should have just d- said it was um say goodbye
0: sluckering. to thompson as he steps away oh, oh, shit. oh he's back <laughs> dude that's the hey i want to say i want to tell you i'm very impressed that's the fastest you've moved since
2: you retired uh oh hello did he cut something did he uh, cut uh, something hello oh, what did oh, you do man. did you cut your headphones yeah <laughs> He's like, he's like, Dave, don't edit, don't no, cut away Dave, from the don't show. you can't little... you
1: can't edit that out. This is like the bloopers of our show. <laughs> All
2: right,
0: Dave. There we go. What do you, what
1: do Josh Thompson
0: and a marble have in common? They're both and sharp ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Josh,
1: you... well, John, we've got a lot of news to talk about today, buddy. There's a lot we going do. It's on. Good, especially one like big that. time. Francis and Ganu signing with the PFL. Yeah. And he will make his debut in twenty twenty-four. But last I checked, he's what, thirty-eight? No, thirty-six. Are you sure? He might have he might yeah, he is 36. might might
0: have turned thirty-seven, but he's he was thirty-six. Okay. Yeah, I think
2: he's thirty six. Hold on, I'll just
1: Come
0: on. check it 36. 36. Where Where Age
1: thirty-six years of Oh, there he is. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. Um okay. still has a little bit left in the in the tank, obviously. Big time yeah, real, from what I understand. But uh before we get onto this, go to OnlyFans.com slash Wayne and subscribe to us over there, and it is free. We're doing a fan QA this weekend, Great. so you can always submit your fan questions on that platform. It will be free, you guys. It's free. We're just taking fan questions from onlyfans.com slash Wayne in. Uh let's jump right into this, man. Let's jump right into the news. This is uh we're gonna talk about this first because this is the biggest news uh outside of you know the UFC fights that are happening this weekend. But uh let's talk about this uh this contract deal. I haven't seen, I heard he was on some other guy's show. And uh, they talked about it a little bit. I can't remember the guy's name, but I heard it was good. I heard that uh, he, he he had a good contract. All the waiting around finally paid off. <clears throat> paid off, John. Just a little, John. John just confirmed paid off.
0: Just a little. I think uh, you know. Okay, go ahead. I look at it this way. First off, I think it's I think it's great. Good job for Francis. Yep. Good for the PFL but there's a whole lot that goes into this. I want to be his first opponent. Mm. I'll fucking come out of fucking non-retirement, retirement, whatever that. Is, 60 years. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to win, but I'll take that $2 million payday. Getting knocked out, it's no big deal. I used to do that shit for free. <laughs> do this for $2 million? Hello, Francis. Talk to me, baby. You yeah. need an easy fight in the beginning. Let's go.
2: So wow. It's
0: like wow, $2 bucks. <clears throat> come on. That's nice, but... You you gotta be. I I don't want to shit on anyone's parade, but you know they they have a whole lot of things, and I don't have them up here in front of me. But I know he is the PFL chairman for Africa. Okay, that's that's great. But there is no PFL in Africa, so you know they're gonna they're saying they're gonna build something with him. Awesome, build something with him. That's that's great. You know he can can go and box anywhere he wants. That's great. And he says you know he's not gonna be coming out until twenty twenty four. So He's going to try to get this fight done in the last half of the year here mm-hmm. to face Joshua. If that's what he's going to be able to do, Deontay Wilder things kind of gone by the wayside. So, you know, but the you know he, he's going to make good money. He's he's a quality guy, I, I I only wish the best for him. But you look and you go, honestly, Josh. How many fighters? When you look at the amount of money and everything that's there, does he bring the PFL all of those elements? Because look, he's good. I'm not, I take nothing away from Francis. He was the champ. He's a beast when it comes to power in his hands and everything. Mm-hmm. But does he move the needle like you want someone to move the needle? You know, the UFC talked about this forever. You know, it was the whole question with Nate Diaz. You know, oh Nate. You know, Dana came out and said Nate doesn't move the needle. Then all of a sudden he goes, All right, he moves the needle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, because they're honest about it when someone does. And truthfully, Francis has never been that guy that's moved the needle in that big way. Now, that doesn't mean he's not a great fighter. John Jones had problems moving the needle for a long time. And it's you know kind of changed a little bit with his last fight with Gone. He did good numbers. But that's coming back out of, you know, basically a you know, two and a half, three year freaking absence. <clears throat> Is he worth the amount that he's going to be making. I'm happy he's making
1: it. Yeah. But is he worth it? There's a, the, the, like we go through this type of stuff every year with the NFL draft. You know, it's not yeah. just the draft. It goes by like uh, Lamar Jackson when he just went uh, Patrick Mahomes when he's on the chiefs. Are you mortgaging your future? That's kind of where, you know, most of these uh, football play or football teams uh, go through it. Like, is this person worth it? Is it worth the long term? of, um, you know, will they make my team better? But then you're talking a team sport. But are, yeah. the, the the conversation is, did we just mortgage our future for a fighter that is a fantastic fighter? There's no doubt. I'm not going to sit up here and say he's not. He's fucking awesome. No, he's he he's great. Awesome. This guy's got power not, in his hands. I, he's learning how to no wrestle. no way. No. In no way
0: am I putting Francis Ngano no. in mm-hmm. any way down. I think he's a great fighter. I think he's a great person. I think he should make as much money as he can. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it in the opposite side, because look, there was a lot of people that, you know, talked about a lot of money and, you know, for whatever reasons, couldn't come to, you know, agreements with Francis and that's fine. That's his choice. But does he, do you get the return, Mm -hmm. you know, on investment? Is that ROI really there for you where it's coming back and it's going to work out for you in the
1: end? I'm uh i can't say yes or no i don't know i think there will be and we don't and we we won't know until later on yeah that first fight i think that he'll do pretty well depending on who he fights uh they just want to see him in another promotion whoever it is they're going to try to support it i think you're going to obviously see jake paul get behind this because he is making good money and on top of that um it is it's basically in jake's kind of promotion type situation uh, what I don't know how much Jake is involved in the decision making. I don't know how much Jake is uh part, part of, all of the, that. He's part of that pay per view platform they've yep. got, right? Yeah. So he's trying to he's trying to help grow this thing, which is good. But did you? I don't. What did he? What did he eventually say he was making per fight? Do you know there, Dave?
2: He never. He never told no, no. Ariel. So when he was interviewed by um shall not be named, mm-hmm. he said that his opponent makes guaranteed two million. He makes a bit more, is what he said.
1: Okay. So if, let's just say let's just say he makes four million dollars a fight. Let's say he makes yep. double. The other opponent gets two million. Six million dollars a fight. The mm-hmm. the numbers that they're doing on TV are about two eighty five at the at the highest two eighty five to three hundred. Let's just be on the, let's be on the more positive side, okay? Let's not be negative. Okay, I'm, I'm not being negative. I'm 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 looking at it a, it's a hard hard go because hard. of where it's at, but yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll I think they'll end up getting about four four hundred maybe. The, for his first 400 fight. pay-per-view buys? Oh, no uh, no 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 no. No. No, if oh, no, he that's only all gonna be, he'll be on. Oh, he won't be on this the normal uh no, platform. No, he, he
0: he is not going to be on in their tournaments. Oh. No, I know he's not going to be pay-per-view. on the tournaments, but
1: he won't do a super fight. It'll he won't be, be in pay-per-view? that super fight? Like but it won't yeah, just be that, on the regular platform super fights? That's that pay-per-view platform
0: that they're trying to go with.
1: Well, good luck with that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't see. What well, what did they get their first time just under 10,000, right? Yes, 89 10,000. Eight, eight, yeah,
0: 8,900. 8,900. Yeah, wow, that's I mean, that's abysmal. I mean, wow, and that's now, tough. yeah, they you put him on there, mm-hmm. yeah, it should go way up. What's way up? Not though? enough to, to not, but is it What's, enough to make up that difference?
1: It depends. It depends on how they're doing the pay per view model. Is the pay per view model uh, a pay to play kind of thing where I have to pay until we hit a certain amount of uh, views? Am I am I buying the pay per view f- up to one hundred fifty thousand views, and then then you pay me, you know, three quarters or fifty percent or whatever, ninety yeah, percent? It or all 80%? depends on the
0: provider <clears throat> and what they're doing. Look, like, I can I can remember back when. Yep, Affliction was coming out. No, oh, you are gonna say UFC. You you know, and, and it what's that? I can remember back with the UFC pay-per-view. Yeah. But, you know, look, at it. in the beginning, you know, the, the, the numbers and scales, the provider was making all the money, mm-hmm. you know. And as things go, you hope to get to 50-50, and then you want to get to 60-40. But that's not an easy thing to do. Mm-mm. But, you know, even back with you know, you think about it. Like I said, Affliction. Look at their first show, Josh. Look at the people they had on that card they had everybody i mean it was a who's who of mma talent mm-hmm. you know arlovsky was on it sylvia fedor matt Lindland, vitor Belfort. i mean the list went you know it was crazy ben rothwell who's now fighting bare knuckles but yeah at the time todd beard who was running affliction he he expected to make at least five hundred thousand pay-per-view buys, and I told him, I said, "Todd, that's not going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's just not. People buy now the UFC based upon not even who's fighting. They base it believing that the UFC is going to provide them with a quality show, entertainment, and they're going to enjoy it. <clears throat> it's tough to get a hundred thousand pay-per-view mm-hmm. buys. Now it can be done, and that's a home run if you are that." promotion putting out things on pay-per-view right now you know look even the ufc doesn't sometimes get a whole lot of big numbers no. you know but if you if you're what do you think what do you think the pay-per-view price is going to be because the higher it is the less people that buy it yep so I, what do you think it's going to be i mean i don't think they're going to go any lower than 49.95 or $99.
1: 99.49 okay so
0: 50 dollars we'll say yeah, right products. Okay, so if you do 50 dollars, and you do a hundred thousand buys, how much money is that? Because you're John, only getting on. half. Really? If really? That.
1: John, you're making me do math right now. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's what we're doing. So you're not, you're not even coming close to paying his and his opponent's salary. And then you got all those other fights. Yeah. That's that's no. you know where this <clears throat> business comes in. It's you know it's a tricky, tricky game when you get into pay per view.
1: Look, if if I'm the if if I'm an outsider, if I'm an outsider, which I am in this, is that is not only is he paying for himself, but is he pay, is he going to help bring in enough people to pay for the rest of the crowd, the uh, the rest of the fights? Well, and the crowd, yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't. I don't look as He's much. Got to put you, butts in the seats. Yeah, as much as you enjoy watching him fight, as much as I love watching him knock people out and snapping yep. their head back. I mean, his his knockout of Overeem was. Oh my God! I, was, I thought he died. Almost scary. Yeah, and it was not almost; it was very scary. <laughs> I was um, like, I've never seen someone's the back of their skull touch their spine. Yeah, like on the, it snapped all the way back. He touched his back on his yeah. spine. It was disgusting. um Look, I feel like they kind of mortgage their future a little bit with this. Is this like a last ditch effort? You think to try to really bring in as much as they possibly can to, uh, in terms of fans.
0: i don't you know i don't know they they have done an, a remarkable job of getting investors and mm-hmm. continuing to get investors time over time over time mm-hmm. and and god bless them for doing it man you know that's showing that you know what you are you know good talkers good businessmen able to make people believe because what they're you know what they're using is that number mm-hmm. from the ufc <clears throat> And they're saying, look, this is what, we you know, this is what we're after. And this is where, you know, once we get here, we're going to sell. And look at what we're going to make. And there's always the possibility.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't think you're going to see another MMA promotion, mm-hmm. be it PFL, one, Bellator, any of them sell for anything
1: close to what the UFC sold for.
0: Yeah. Not gonna happen.
1: No, 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 I don't think so either. But look, if, I'm gonna give you some comparisons, though. So I heard in the last fight with um with Chris Cyborg, and I, I'd been up here saying like, you know, hey, the 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 when Bellator was trying to resign or talking with Chris, that do I think she's valuable? I think she's extremely valuable. But the yeah. there's you don't you but don't have the cost don't, per fight. It's not the cost per fight. It's just the people that she has to fight. She can only fight Arlene Blank so much. That's right. right like you've heard now we've got, we signed uh Sarah Man we still have Cats and Gano Man. to fight her and, Gano. and now yeah. that we 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 know that um Kayla Harrison's not going to be back in the PFL so they freed up that money they're not paying her so then that's going to be a lot of money that the PFL is, is saving cuz she won't yep. be back so mm-hmm. um th- now the signing kind of makes a little bit more sense i believe uh with Cyborg signing uh with Bellator back with Bellator but let me give you some numbers on that in Chris's fight she's always been very valuable and I know she got mad at me over the stuff that I said but I wanted to make like I want to make clear she brings in numbers yes and like let's talk about those numbers like in her last boxing match a boxing match that people were like oh I didn't even realize she was boxing she sold yeah. 10,000 tickets she sold, she also phenomenal. sold yes Hold and on. had 25 million josh, Brazilians josh, watching josh josh yeah go
0: ahead explain no explain to people what putting 10,000 butts in the
1: seats. It's is. insane. It's insane. Okay. They, they don't realize that. It's insane. It's insane. Yes. Yeah. Like, when, well, look, uh, even though I fought all the time in San Jose, I was selling anywhere between 100 to 100. I'm ex- maybe a little exaggerated on the 120, somewhere in the $110,000 range. $110,000 range. But that only really equated on based off of where they bought their tickets. Some people bought $50 tickets. Some people bought. The the $1,000 tickets, you know, down by yeah. the front. It just depended on where it was. But it sure. ranged, about, it was about a hundred $100,000 worth of tickets normally. That's, a lot. That. A, that's a lot. For a promoter, man, you're a star. Yeah, yep. that's a lot. And uh, that explains a lot why I continue to be like towards the top of the card. You know, when you're selling those amount of tickets, because you want those fans to stay until you fight. Um, But with her, she was selling 10,000 tickets. That equates to over hundred thousand dollars easily. I mean, even oh, even yeah. in, the, in the nosebleed seats, that's that's easily over a hundred thousand dollars. But on top of that, should twenty five million people watching from Brazil? Now I don't know what that means for the promotion, but there's just no way. There's just no way that Francis is getting twenty five million people to watch him yeah. from. Maybe from Cameroon. Maybe you think so? Yeah, you know, he's pretty popular. Okay, it's
0: pretty how popular. People,
1: how many people are in Cameroon?
0: I have no concept. Not I you know? don't think twenty five million though. Uh, but then you get the people Might inside. Then Dave, the people, find out how many population of Cam- Cameroon. Twenty seven. Twenty
1: seven point two. So everybody has to watch. <laughs> everybody. Everyone has to watch. <laughs> everybody. You know, but I think look, maybe, maybe he does. Okay, so you get the. But what's it? What's the contract uh, deal for, for the network in whether it's Cameroon or you know in Africa or wherever? What's the contract deal with them for TV? Are they making any money off of it? Are they bringing in? I mean, if they were smart, they'd they'd be out there shopping him right now to to those networks in that area to try and make some kind of money off of that. Uh, making sure their pay-per-view goes over there, or even if it's just free for them to watch. There's, no, pa- there's going to be no pay-per-view. There's going to be no Canada. pay-per-view over there. We get it. That's kind of how it is in a lot of the countries, though. People don't yeah. realize that. When, when you buy pay-per-view, it's like Canada, Japan, Australia, U.S. US. That's it. Yeah. The rest of the countries don't pay for pay-per-view. That's it. Like there's not there's not many that we actually that we actually have deals with that make money off of the pay per views. So it's really just the U S, Canada, Japan, and Australia. I think there's another one in the U K. Sorry, in the U K. Um, but the numbers that Chris brings in are definitely kind of worth where righteous. she's at. You know, um, righteous numbers. I'm not going to get into what her contract is and how much she makes, but let's just say it's around. You know, um, you know, a good, a good amount. It's a good amount. It's it's we're in that we're in that good money talk. I can't say I don't want to say too much, uh, but we're in that no, good. You know, she's making good money. She's
0: she's making you know, mm-hmm.
1: she's making good money. Look, You're John. Right. Let's good let's money. get off that. Let's get off that. But the yeah. thing is, now that we've signed, now that we've signed fighters for her to fight, it makes sense. They need to find ways to bring somebody else in for him to fight. They need to have the the, the heavyweights they have right now. I don't, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't see it. Like he's going to,
0: and they, they just lost a couple. Yeah. I just, I just don't see it. You saw, Um, you saw what happened. You saw what happened with the testing.
1: Yeah. We did see what happened with the testing. Yes. So you just lost a couple of those. Capeloza was one of them, right? Bruno was one of them. Who was it? Yep. Bruno, 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 Bruno was one of them. Yep.
2: Uh, uh, uh. I'm trying to see if I can filter this by heavyweight. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Just what? has the. I can US... tell you
1: that neuro- Abu is not a heavyweight. I can tell you that. And I know this. Uh, Abigail, she's not a heavyweight either.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> I'm currently trying to search.
0: Hey, Abu got a better record going to the PFL.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the loss taken off. How the hell does that happen? I think that's
2: old. Oh my Let's God. see if we can um, break us out by yeah, like. By, yeah see it's just trying to get me champions or there's weapons. your champion well from good. the last mm-hmm. one okay
0: you got anti uh delia he was he's there he was their champion this year mm-hmm. how does he how does he fare against Ningano?
1: i mean no
0: probably I, not very well
1: but that's my point and my point is though is that we just we're paying him a lot of money his opponent's making a lot of money and we may end up seeing fights like mike tyson when he was young
2: you're handling, gonna get handling. like minute yeah. and a half
1: long fights or minute long fights, and you know, and uh, you're gonna run into that. F- MMA fans are not used to that. They're not. They they want the fights that are have a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of grappling, a little bit of the mixture. They they want a little bit of that back and forth battle. That's the point of having all these different skills. Is that if you're the one with all the power, that I can still go out there and try to take you down, slow you down, do all these things. Now look, John. We we may be wrong. I mean, he what, what happens if Francis doesn't prepare for these opponents like he did in the UFC? Maybe this is you know you could think of it. You That's could think of it in different ways. I get it's it. Not but his you, personality, but you could think about it in different ways. He could be looking so far ahead to the boxing with Anthony Joshua that he gets away from just his submission game, his wrestling game, and he ends up fighting someone that is able to get him down to the ground. He's not the best guy off of his back. No. You know, and so, I mean, these are all things that potentially, and that would be even the worst thing for the PFL, is if his first fight in MMA, he ends up losing. If his first fight in MMA in the PFL, he ends up losing. They're like, wait, we just paid all this money. And now, and then then it's hard.
0: But that happens. It does. It happens to every promotion. It does. It's happened to the PFL. You know, Shane Burgos got a great
1: contract from him. He lost his first fight. Big deal. Big deal, he's gonna be back. Yeah, Shane was never a champion. True, you know, and and I think when, when you're when when I feel like when fighters leave the UFC and they go to another promotion, the promotion wants to see them have a good fight, but doesn't want them to win against their guys. They want they want their guy to win, so you know, but they also want to see a good fight, a little back and forth, to say, hey, we told you that our guy can win. We told you our guy could fight him. We told you that you know they, but they they want to make sure all the money they're paying goes towards hey we we still have this guy we have the former UFC champion and our guys are giving him a tough go which means that our guys are just as good now we can piggyback on that but they don't want to yeah. lose the value of that fighter because then everyone's just going to do what we've what I've seen and heard for years for decades is that oh he's washed up that's what you're going to hear if francis always. loses we're going to hear he's washed up
0: yeah you're going to hear the UFC did it again they mm-hmm. knew And look, at they got rid of him at the right time because they have a crystal ball, no. But you take a look at... All right, look, you're looking right now at the heavyweight lineup for the PFL. Adam Kirsch is a guy that has fought in Bellator. Decent fighter at heavyweight. You know, uh, Ante Dalia, tough guy. Uh, Good, you know, from Croatia. We know Kapolosa's got skills, but he ain't gonna be fighting for a little bit. Um as i go down the list and guys that i know uh abru decent fighter uh Mateus, you know scheiffel has been doing well Maurice green used to fight in the ufc you know tough guy you know good pretty good defensively shelton graves big strong guy but like and this is your problem one two three four five six a total of what 14. 14 and it's just not there's just not yeah. that many mm-hmm. and there's no one Yeah, you know, there's just no one that you know right now is of the skill level to beat In
1: god i mean they could always go out and sign some top level talent from you know from how much the da- is there from the tagistan region <laughs> and there's you know there's a lot of them there by the way there's a lot of them there by the way um yeah yeah, I, we, I think- you know let's let's
0: be let's be honest. We've seen from the dag, we've in Bellator. There's guys from Dagestan in the heavyweight division. The guys in the lightweights, you know, the bantamweight, featherweight, lightweight, even up to welterweight, mm-hmm. look out.
1: Once you get past that, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. He let's did talk about fighting Tyson Fury in the smart cage.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. See, the thing is, Tyson Fury to me is he's wild enough that he may actually do it. No way. I think he would. I honestly would, think. He, no, I, I, think tra- I think he would actually do he would actually. He's not going to do, an, gonna MMA do an, an MMA fight. I think no, he no. would. I think
0: he would potentially nope. fight. The result- tra- no, because he's trained with guys, and I know the guys he's trained
1: with, and they all say, dude, he's a great
0: guy. No, he's not going to do MMA.
1: <laughs> uh, I think he's wild he, enough that he might. I, especially I if, he, if so. it was to be a lined-up fight with someone like a Francis Ngannou, where pretty much Francis is not really trying to shoot takedowns. You know, I think he would. I think he would try to stand with them with four ounce gloves. That'd be a fun yeah. fight with MMA gloves. I would love it. Oh, it'd be fun. Yeah, I would really enjoy it, but it ain't gonna happen. I wouldn't mind watching them box it with MMA gloves in in the in the smart cage.
0: I mean, it doesn't have to be the MMA. Did you really have to come up with their stupid name for their cage, the smart cage? Please explain to me. What makes their cage any smarter than any other promotions?
1: Well, John, it's so smart. I can't even explain to you the cage. The cage is so smart that I can't explain where you. 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 They get get into a marketing thing and it's like, stop. That one's stupid. There's nothing smart about your cage. You know what's funny, right? Is that I've heard them on air talk about so-and-so. didn't get any takedowns. And he got like three or four takedowns in that round. But then it, the oh, cage God. didn't register it. So they are like, because I, I, I think it was Kenny. Kenny goes, yeah, he's gotten three takedowns. Hey, it's not showing any takedowns. It says he's 0 for 4. No, no, he should be 4 for, you know, 4 for 4. But it was just funny because they were they were what? arguing and bickering on air about how, well, no, no, I've seen the takedowns. I'm watching it. What do you mean there's no takedowns? I just saw him take him down four times. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bellator's got
0: the same. They got the same stupid, you know, stat people doing stuff. Oh, god! And I'll look at it. I'll look at it at times and go, and I'll go. I hit the button. Hey, Nordy, take a (laughs) look at those stats. Are the people doing this blind? Yeah, yeah. Like, come on! You're watching. You'll watch a fight where one guy's landing all the shots, and the other one has three three punches ahead
1: (laughs) on the stats on their thing. I'm like, really? Yeah, come on. Uh, but uh, back to Francis. Let's recap this. I uh, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for whoever his opponent is. They're going to be making more money. My only concerns are: Are you in third? In by the time he fights in 2024, he will have not trained MMA like because he's been. It sounds like he's been getting ready for boxing for so long. If he does, when he does finally fight MMA, will he be the same guy he was when he left a year ago? That's, That's a good one question. Two is it is, is fair. Is he ever going to get this fight with Anthony Joshua? That's the other thing. If he if he doesn't get it, then I'm literally like wasting away this this year. He's 36, he's 35, 36 years old, 36 years old now, 30, I've wasted a whole year of his career waiting for him to get a boxing match that never came to fruition and I'm paying you all this money. So let's get you as active as possible. Now, is he also going to fight just once or twice a year or is he going to fight as much as he possibly can in 2024? Or it's going to be one fight a year until you're 45. You know, if I'm the promoter, those are all details that I would have liked to have worked out previously. Like, hey, you need to fight, you know, at least twice, barring any injuries, which obviously needs to be approved through our doctor that it is a real concern and injury, uh, which is what the UFC does. They do it in a very sly way, but they do it. Let me send you to our doctors, check you out, make sure you're okay. We have the best doctors in the world. You know, and uh, yeah, we'll send you to two different locations to get a second opinion to verify that we still you still can't fight. Um, I'm happy for him. I mean, I don't know what he's making, but deal's done. Good for him. Um, happy for his opponents. I'm looking forward to seeing him fight in the cage. I it, out of all the guys, Anthony Joshua, uh, Wilder, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua was the one that I wanted him to fight. That's the Why? one that he has the most chance of beating. Because he's got a weak chin. Uh I just I wouldn't say he's got a weak chin. I just feel like he has he does he has something in him that can be broken. Whereas Tyson doesn't seem like he can be broken. Did people want to talk about Wilder no. and what Tyson and him. No, I'm sorry, but Wilder's a dog, man. He there's no you know, there's I mean, no quitting him. Uh,
0: there's no breaking
1: there's the There's no quitting he... him. No. Uh, like when I look at Wilder, man, he is he's he's got big power. But he he's a tough. The first fight when he lost to to Tyson, he had all those excuses. But then he came out and proved that he's he can fight. I mean he no, can no, still.
0: No 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 no. The first one he didn't make any excuses. That was the to The second when he made the excuses. With the weight, the,
1: the, the weight of the thing. Yeah, Other than that, that, it was was the the that was that the first fight. That was the second one. Second one. Got yeah. it. All right. Well, anyways, I'm happy for him. I'm glad he got yeah, it. Me
0: too. I congratulations i'm ecstatic for you i hope you know everything works out for both you and the pfl i hope that you are able to sell pay-per-views and uh, make it Mm -hmm. worth uh, what they're giving to you and that it shows that they made the right choice
1: i want them to be successful because like we talked about you know with bellator we talk about it with one we talk about we need as many promotions to succeed as possible because when they succeed that means that there's more fighters coming into the sport that means that the sport is growing worldwide i mean you can't tell me like, we just did a show in paris last week sold out it sold out weeks like probably about a little over a week before the actual event it sold out and they were there were discussions of how they could find ways to make the the walkout stage and everything like that a little bit smaller so they could sell more seats and yep. the same thing's going on in chicago right now there is an itch for things that are not the ufc and there's an itch just for more of the sport you know, they want to get us. They want to change it up a little bit. Some people want to see what's going on in other promotions. Yeah. Now, I can't say that you know we're fully responsible for that because John and I have the best podcast in the game. So I'm going to pat ourselves on the back a little bit and say that we helped with that. Yes. You know, because what, we Josh, talk about if you're, the if sport. You're speak, if
0: you're speaking the truth, just keep speaking. I the love truth. it. I love it, man. I love it.
1: <laughs> I know some of you guys might be upset. You know, because. You know the truth kind of hurts sometimes, but no, it's true. We do the best we can to talk about all the promotions. Um, obviously yeah. with time changes and things like that, it's not the easiest thing to do, and with us traveling uh, for Bellator, but we still try to do the best we can to talk about all promotions. And I, I'm happy to see that the PFL landed a top talent. They've got they've got a, a slew of heavyweights, so they could potentially have him fight. That should be good as well. Um, I just I don't see any of them right now being on his level, but who knows him coming into that promotion may up these fighters games look if I beat if I fight him I'm making two million that's right off the bat guaranteed two million if I fight him so I got my hand raised like John does I'll fight you too first okay I'll fight you first then if I win do I get the automatic rematch that's the other thing Another two million baby. yeah right like do I get the automatic rematch because I know he wants to try to beat me that's another thing so um and then on top of that does that mean I continue to make the two million? Because I did I just know, beat your number one guy? Maybe or do I go back, just a little more. Or do I nope. go back or do I go back I down to my, back my two my, my fifty back and down? My fifty and There's fifty. There's no going back down. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> See, you're opening the door. You're opening the door for the opponents. If the opponents win, you know. You gotta keep paying them that two million? Uh to fight Francis again, I do. To fight Francis. Now do I get Francis' money before. and Francis gets what I was gonna make? There yeah. you go. That's what we're talking about. There now. you go yeah anyways um congratulations to francis
0: though congratulations to the pfl man you know what you're you're i really love the way that you're going after things and trying to you know always this is the this is the biggest signing they've ever had no doubt about it absolutely when you take a look at you know they've gotten some good signings and stuff like burgos and you know Roy mcdonald and um pettis this is the biggest signing they've ever
1: had yeah I mean, I would say, I would say, out of all those signings, probably their next best signing was Kayla Harrison. I mean, was Kayla was, you know, so. yeah, that was in the beginning. I, even, I get it, but she she was probably still there. I'd say she's probably still their second best now after Engano, because she's done the most work. She's brought the most. she's brought the most notoriety in any of the ones she's that brought, she's been she's on. She's brought eyeballs. She's done a good job of promoting the PFL. This is the thing, though. Like every fighter that is homegrown. Are the ones that bring the most eyeballs. I got to be honest. I mean, the guys that we've had from the home from the beginning, like you know, Patricio brings the most eyeballs. Uh, Amosoff brings the most eyeballs. I mean, he is now uh, Johnny Eblin bringing the most eyeballs. People are talking right now over Twitter that Johnny Eblin's the, the best middleweight in the world. That's not me. Those are people on Twitter. Now I know we're talking about the comment section. Okay, <laughs> that's that's my business right there. Is you know, but it's you look at him, you look at Fabian Edwards, you look at. I know Costello just lost, but you got Costello who's still coming up, you know, and uh, Lima being more at the weight class that he wants to be. The homegrown fighters, if you build them properly, which I think Bellator is finally doing, is having success. Now, I don't know what they're doing with inside the PFL, but start working on those because the Kayla Harrison, she's been your number two person the whole time. You know, I would even say Lance Palmer for a while, though, was the guy. You know, because he was winning all the he, he won it two or, two or three times in a row. He was the guy. Yeah, two times, you know, two, uh, two times in a row he won that tournament, and so he's just living that life. Must be nice, you know. Um, but yeah, it just it's a uh, I'd like to see them have success. I think if any of those heavyweights can get a win over Francis, really catapult their name as well as the PFL into a little bit more success. That'll bring more um, more eyeballs. What is that? Yep. That is thunder. thunder!
0: i lightning. thought you said it was sunny out dude it was cooking and all of a sudden when i've been in here all of a sudden i heard that i went "Ooh,
1: it's you just said it was like 85 degrees I, and
0: 100% humidity is. but the 100% c- humidity that's why water's coming out of the sky <laughs> but well you just, I, I just in my mind I was dude, thinking, sun's out this is sun's what out, happens out. He, where i live is the sun's out yeah and 20 minutes later you're, you have
1: got a downpour. There's not one thing you just said that's convinced me to move to Nashville or Tennessee or wherever you're at, <laughs> okay? No, thanks. Hard pass. Love, uh, but, John, there was some there was some, uh, some uh, tweets let out today by uh, this guy we know. His name is Johnny Bones Joan. What do you think? Yeah, well, ca- calling yourself the baddest man on the planet from across
0: the street. Who does that? Laughing out loud. Well, you know, Johnny's got a... He, John has the ability to... Put out there that you know what, you should have been here and you should have been fighting me, mm-hmm. but it's not going to happen. So really, what, what, what do you have here with John tweeting this out?
1: John's calling just, the baddest man on the planet from across the street. He's calling him out. There you go. That's the whole John, point. That's what John from across doing. the street. John Jones is calling
0: out, saying I'm the yeah. baddest man.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's, this is fun though. I think mean, this yeah, is just. I, I think. I think deep down, John's probably happy for him that he's making a lot I of money. So. Yes. you know i think so uh, john john doesn't strike me as someone that uh, he's just trying to stir the pot hoping he can maybe get him to come back over but then jesus, jesus. Christ. yeah baby wow let's go this is like uh, ah. some that's like a horror movie type oh, thunder this, dude, that, is, that is crazy that was
0: i saw the the, the lightning flash jeez man. i was like oh yeah here
1: it comes that's nuts like see it. are you wearing rubber shoes I am wearing rubber shoes. Get the rubber soles. All right, good. Yeah, I told you. Just I told you what happened with my think, my experiment with the electric fence, right? Yes, I did. You tried to piss on it and it shocked you. No, no. <laughs> no. You did tell me though. Oh man. All right. Well, hey, uh let's go ahead and move on. We kind of beat that with a beat that stick with a dead horse or dead beat that horse beated, with a dead stick. You know what I meant. Some more sayings. Uh, before we move on to the actual UFC fight card, we go to OnlyFans.com slash in. Subscribe to us over there. It is free. We keep saying and it's we'll free. It will be free. Head over there. We're going to continue to be free. But, hey, head on over there. Submit your fan questions at OnlyFans.com slash in. All right. What do you got? We got UFC fight night, but it's like, I don't know, 80-something or 82, 88, 87. <laughs> it from says the fight night 223, oh, but. Yeah, that's
2: weird. Yeah. Whatever
1: Vegas seventy three Vegas seventy. Gosh, man! I wish they would just choose a number.
2: All right, Mackenzie
1: Dern
0: against Angela Hill. That is the main event of this card, and I take a look and I love Angie Hill. She's a good person. She's a good fighter. She's up against it with Mackenzie Dern in this fight because if if Mackenzie gets Angela Hill down. There's a massive disparity in the talent on the ground. Now, on the feet, Angela Hill all day long can light her up. And uh, Angela Hill needs to keep it on the feet. She knows that. Mackenzie knows that. You know that. I know that. So, it's all a question of, can Angela stay on her feet throughout this fight? Not get in the position where Mackenzie's able to get her down. Because Mackenzie will end up jumping guard. She's going to yeah. do all the things. Just to get into a clinch so she can jump guard.
1: Yeah, yeah, Angela Hill's got her hands full, but I think with the movement of which she has, and she possesses some good power. She mixes up the the striking with her hands and her feet very well. She's got to keep McKenzie during guessing, though, and um, that, I think that'll make it a little bit more easy for for Angela Hill to stay on her feet if she just goes knees, out there and tries up the, the box. middle. Yeah, knees she, up the middle. Knees up the middle. You think knees? I like the push kick up the middle because it's a little bit harder for them to she grab. She does that all the time. Yeah, the push kick up the middle yeah. to the face or to the, the not just the stomach, but the chest. I feel like the stomach's a little bit easier to grab. You go to the chest or the face, it's like they're worried it's about... a little bit high. Yeah, it's a little high and they're worried about getting push kick in the face, so they just step backwards versus trying to step into it and uh, and catching the leg. Uh Knees, to me, are a little dangerous only because it's easier just to grab the knee and I can sit you in a single leg dump. Uh, but when I'm looking at Angela Hill, she's got to stay on her bike. And she usually does a pretty good job of using her lateral movement. Um, sticking left and right, punching on the go. She's got to make sure that as she's as she's circling, she's letting the, the combinations go. Don't worry about putting too much power on it. Because she naturally has pretty decent power. But she's got to hit her with two or three shots to make her start guessing, second guessing. But here's the problem. What? This is going to be the problem no matter what. Being so good on the ground, it doesn't matter even if Angela Hill drops her. McKin's gonna lay to her back and go, come on down. Yep. And that's not something I'd be too eager to jump into. Nope. I mean, never mind. Uh, but you know what I mean? But but, but, but oh, it took me a minute. <laughs> it took me a minute. I'm getting old. Old age, old age. I'm not trying to jump down. I'm not trying to jump yeah, down there and let yeah, it go, yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean so Angela Hill's uh she's got her work cut out of her, she work cut out for her. She's gotta be patient. She's gotta uh it's gotta be very disciplined. Yeah, you gotta be very, very disciplined. disciplined. You gotta let the fight happen. Don't try to rush it. You've gotta have her really hurt before you go jumping into her guard.
0: But the one, yeah, and this here's here comes the problem. this is where we all we can talk about Mackenzie's ground game all, all you want. Mm-hmm. You gotta give it up for McKenzie Dern. She's tough. She will take shots. To get to where she wants to be, she'll take shots. Now that's not always the best for her to do, mm-hmm. but she doesn't back away. She's not like a lot of grapplers where she starts to get hit and all of a sudden she's backing off of everything. Mm-mm. She still comes forward. Yeah. So, she's a tough tough lady.
1: I mean, 12 fights, 3 losses, and she's fought she's pretty much fought everyone. She was one fight away from fighting for the title next. Yeah. I know, I remember that? And then uh she came up short on that fight, but uh I think she, I think she's still relatively young. She's not an old person. What is she? 29?
2: No. Can you no, look on Mackenzie Dern?
1: She's in her thirties. She's 30. She's now. a baby. She's just in oh, she's 30. Just, yeah, thirty. When did she turn thirty? Yep. Two months it's ago. March. Two months ago. Oh, she's a yeah. She yeah. just turned thirty. In her peak. In her prime. This is yeah. You know. So she's a stud. Yeah. She's an animal. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Uh, this like you said though, Angela Hill is going to have to be very disciplined. Yeah. So, next fight. This is
0: Edmund Shabazian. Coming back against Anthony Fluffy
1: Hernandez. I love Fluffy. <laughs> I always get him and D. Rod messed up. But now but now like, that I know it's now that I know it's D Rod and then Anthony Hernandez, I can just call him Ant Hern Ant I just call him Fluff. A A, a- Hernandez. Fluff. A A Hod. A herd. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. A herd. A hern. I don't know. I'm a fight, man. He's, it's he's good. good fight, man. It's gonna
0: be a good fight. It is going to be a good fight. Edmund is good on the ground. Edmund is really kind of changed up, you know, uh, what he's doing. You know, he's changed camps. He's doing very well with where he's at now. Uh, he needed it. He really did. He was, uh, I didn't think he was being managed well. I didn't think he was being looked after well by his people. I don't think he was being taught, you know, things to make him better. He now is. He's getting better as a fighter but he better not make a mistake with uh, Hernandez because Fluffy can fight.
1: Yeah, and one thing Fluffy's got, he's got got—he's got a lot of willpower and he's got a lot of conditioning, yep. good cardio, and he will push the action and push the pace. So Edmund can't afford to exert all the energy and get tired to the point where he slows down too much because uh, Fluffy's going to be there pushing the pace, going to be hanging on him, going to be trying to land big shots, and he's not afraid to jump to his back, work on guillotines. work He's not afraid to go for submissions. So he'll be chasing cool. that. Uh, yeah, that's that's one thing you've got to worry about when you're fighting someone who you know can take a shot, deliver a shot, yep. and has great cardio.
0: Yep, and you has know, a to, good submission game.
1: This is another thing, like a little bit like how Angela Hill is. With uh, Edmund, he's going to have to be very disciplined on when to push the action and when to, hey, take a step back and get a deep breath because those things make a big difference when you're fighting someone like... Uh, Fluffy like uh, Anthony Hernandez because he's still going to be there no matter what you do to him knock him down, drag him out, whatever it is. He's going to still be there. Next fight Emily Ducati versus
0: Lupita Godinas. That's actually not a bad scrap. That's one that Godinas comes forward. She fires Mm -hmm. a lot of shots. Emily Ducote does the same thing. Mm. She likes to come forward. Definitely.
1: Emily Emily Emily's a little gun shy every once in a while, and I look at Lupita. So. She comes forward and throws Lupita big shots. Lupita will definitely come forward. She throws heavy shots. She tries to get you out of there. She like wings it. Whereas Emily's more of a technician. She tries to stay tight with everything. Try to land one two one two, you know. She'll she she'll get in there and mix it up, but she like she has moments, John, where she looks spectacular, and then she has fights where you're like. Who what the happened? fuck is who is this girl? Like I, yeah, I didn't I agree. I didn't sign this girl. So it's yeah. it's a weird vibe, man. I like her a lot as a fighter. She just there's so many fights where she just shuts down after something, whether she got hit with a good shot or she just feels like maybe she's getting a little tired. Whatever it is. No idea what it is. Um, but she just turns into not being the fighter that she could be. So I look at Lupita and for me, Lupita's gonna end up kind of Trying to land the big shots, trying to push her around and bully her a little bit. And if she's able to do that, I think Emily will shut down, unfortunately. but Andre
0: Fialo versus Joaquin Buckley. You know both very really well. That's actually good a really
1: good, good matchup. Fight, I like that one. Good fight. Good fight. It is a good fight. Who's winning that? Oh, come on, man. You know I got to go with my boy. You know I got to go with my boy. <laughs> yeah, Look, this I knew this is why. would right away. This is why I'm going right, to go with my boy uh, Andre we're Fialo. We're betting a beer. Okay, we'll bet a beer. beer. We'll bet a beer. Right. Okay, I like you know, it. real men drink whiskey, but whatever. We'll bet a, we'll a beer. Uh, don't be a candy. <laughs> ass. We'll bet a whiskey. Uh, uh, um, yeah. okay. But look, this is what this is why I go with Fialo. Fialo fights at this weight normally. Uh, Joaquin Buckley Buckley's coming down from eighty-five to seventy. You know, sure. uh, he had. But struggled. He, used he, had, he used to fight at welterweight. He struggled to make the weight though. And now, now you're coming back down and doing it again. So you went up to 85 for a reason because you were struggling to get your weight down. Now you're going back down there and this will be the first time he's down
0: there. He's that tweener. Yes. He's, he's got a, you know, and and he's not a tweener in the way that we'll say Kelvin Gastelum is. Buckley's got as big a chest as you'll find on a guy. He's muscular. Yep. You know, he carries a lot of muscle. He doesn't have a lot of fat on him. So it is, you know, has he changed his nutrition and, cut down on some of that muscle. Is it going to affect him as a fighter? It's a possibility.
1: Yeah, I, I think it will. I think it'll have a little bit of an effect on him because he'll be losing a little bit of muscle to get down there. And then on top of losing a little bit of that muscle, though, I mean, how much are you really depleting your body? Not just your muscles, but you know, uh, just really weathering down your body to get there. And will that show as the fight goes on? And so he he's another one of those fighters that's extremely explosive. When you're explosive like that, every shot you throw... It's not slow twitch, it's all fast twitch muscle. You know, and so you gotta be very cautious and careful with him. Um, he's good for that first round, round and a half, maybe even the full two rounds. But uh, you know, I think with the weight cut, will he be the same fighter in the third round? That's something you have to ask yourself. Andre Fialo is in a very similar situation. He does he, he exerts a lot of energy, he's got big power, he's explosive himself, and but he stay he always fights at this weight. And so I think that he's going to have a little bit more of the upper yeah, hand. He's fought at
0: 185.
1: Yes, he has, yes, he has. but he mainly fights at welterweight. He mainly yeah, fights at but welterweight. He fought at 185. Yeah. So, hey, glass of whiskey it. on it. Whatever uh, kind you want. I'm going to I don't bet on my boys, you know that. Oh, now you're not betting friends. at all? I don't bet on my friends. Oh, you, you said know that. You you are, but but, but a I, will, I will I will I will do you this favor though. I'm going to I'll bet you on the number 7 fight. Diego versus uh Michael Johnson. No, because you're going to want the same guy I want. I want Michael Johnson. So do I. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I said no, because you're going to want the same guy I want. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. John always trying it's to shape good. the bets, his, and direction. That's why. No, I'm always, not always the bets Always trying I gave the you bets. a fight where you know someone. You know I don't bet on my you friends. You're trying to get me out of my thing. not it's, your I'm not jinxing, friend. I'm not jinxing my you friend. You haven't talked he to him was, in how long. I, I just saw him like two Bellators ago. He was there. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, He was uh, in the, uh, where, where were we at before? He was, uh, not Hawaii. Sorry, he wasn't in Hawaii. He was at CBS. He was at the CBS show. Mm-mm-mm. all right give me the give me your your take on the uh, uh diego fight and michael johnson fight
0: you know it's the, the, <sighs> michael johnson i know i'm serious on. because this is at lightweight yep. and it's a good weight class for michael johnson he's yeah. fast there still he's got a great jab he's got the, the left hand now look at diego's going to be trying to work towards getting towards the clinch but johnson's not easy to get down Mm-mm. he's got good wrestling yeah. Now you can go back and look at you know certain people like Habib was able to take him down. Yeah, he did that with everybody. So Michael Johnson's got a good chance of keeping this thing where he wants it, dictating where the engagements you know take place. I think the speed, the speed of Michael Johnson, is a problem for a lot of people, and I think he's going to be pretty
1: fast for Diego. Yeah, he's got some speed, man. He's getting older too, and it's still there, which is strange to yep. me. Man, that means that lets you know how damn fast he was when he was younger. Yeah. <laughs> like he's man, but uh Diego, he's crafty, man. He's crafty on the feet, he he's good on the ground, he's good at getting in the clinch. He's a little dog inside that clinch, but I'm looking for him to get this fight to the ground he'll have the distinct advantage, I think, on the ground. But he's got to be on top, not off In the top back. position. Yeah, in the top position. That's right. So in the top position, he's got the advantage. But Michael's not easy to hold down either. Mike I mean, outside no. of Habib, like no one really held him down. Nobody like he just he's able to kind of wiggle his way back up to the top. Then, you know, other guys, some guys couldn't even get him down. And you know, so P-
0: the, people are going to go back someday and look at Michael Johnson because his record is nothing special. No, you know, it's got he's, you know, he's close to a 500 fighter. But take a look at the list of people that he's fought overall and the names that are on that damn list that he has fought. We, he has fought a
1: ton of really good guys. We and, could, go ahead. Go ahead. We put too much claim and uh, oh, he's almost a 500 fighter. Motherfucker, so is BJ Penn and, and Randy Couture. They're almost 500 right. fighters, too. Well, look at Randy's who's, way look, over 500. Yeah, but look, nah, how much? 19, 19 and 11. Oh, okay, okay, so yeah, he's about, he's about where Michael's at now. Yeah, BJ is like 16 and 15 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, BJ's right there at 500. But he never, never said no to a fight. Never. No. They always and wanted to fight the Michael best Justin. guys. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like those are the guys that have always said, you know what? I want to fight the best guy. Give me the toughest yeah. and the hardest motherfucker in the weight class. And in BJ's case, sometimes not even in my weight class. Like, give me the guy three weight classes above. I'll take that guy. And yeah. and so, look, at, I don't look at these records and go, oh man, they're worth shit. They're worth they're worth a bunch of garbage. Like the fighters well, especially, that they were.
0: I take a look at this, go down lower on that because, you know. Oh, look at the names on that damn list. You know, he's got Tony Ferguson in there. You know. It's just, he, beat, he beat Tony he Ferguson. Him. He beat Danny yeah, Castillo. beat Tony Ferguson. Lost That's to right. miles jury. Beat lost Joe to, Lausanne. Beat yeah. Gleason Tebow. Beat Melvin Gillard. Beat Edson Barbosa. Jesus. Look. Beat Dustin. Beat, beat Dustin, Dustin Poirier. Poirier. That's Jeez. right. <laughs> you know. He, the dude's had some freaking incredible freaking yeah. fights. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he's still
1: got a lot of skills and uh that's old school he'll be around man. for a while Jeez, he's been around for a minute yep. he, he's talented man he's talented he just came out here uh a little while back and did an autograph signing at the uh at the train alta program that they did for the grand finale that was pretty cool he came out and did some autograph signings and uh hung out with a bunch of people got to got got to sit and chat with him for a little bit it's funny we were reminiscent about the old days when we were supposed to fight he's a good guy like him a lot yeah. uh <laughs> and- carolina say the last name
0: koble cavish Occasion. Against Vanessa Dimopoulos. Okay. So I look at this, and, and Vanessa's got to get the fight to the ground. I don't know if she's going to be able to. Uh, Carolina's been fighting much better lately. Uh, she's now fighting with American top teams, been doing very well. And uh, I think this is a good fight for her.
1: Mm. Any other fights I hear you want to talk about?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah you got to bring up uh the kid chase, chase hooper, hooper going against Nick Fior. uh that's not an easy fight Fior can fight on the ground yeah he's like, got good good skills on the ground
1: john did you ha- did you say that you have to bring him up because i don't think we had, had to bring to. him up i don't think we I, had I had to i had to i i would like him to step away from the sport for a little bit yeah like not the sport in general i'd like him to step away from the UFC for a little bit Grow into yeah. his body, become a man. Mature a little bit. Mature a little bit. He's um, still so young. I know. What is he? 23. Twenty three. Twenty three. But he, he just hasn't grown into his body. Like no. he, there's no. Phys- you can tell there's just no muscle. Well,
0: he's got a little bit better than that picture. There. Sean.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, but that picture was taken. <laughs> that picture was taken twelve days ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just. I want to see him. I don't. I want to see him have a long career. And I think if he was to step away. Get a couple more fights in another organization. Not, not in any of the bigger organizations. Go down to LFA or go down to, I don't know, whatever. It's so another promotion. Go down to the next step down. Go there and uh, and see what it is. So, who knows? I like him as a fighter. I think he's got a lot of potential. He's got to learn how to strike, he though. He's got to learn how to strike.
0: Yes. strike definitely got... Yeah, because if he, if he can't take the person down, then he's in deep trouble just accepting damage. So yeah, but even on the
1: bottom, he doesn't have the physical strength to keep them off of him getting his face pounded in. That's where he ran into some problems too. Like Yeah, but that's a lot of those because he was taking and pounding on the feet. Mm, that's true. All right, hey, that's gonna wrap up our UFC uh what is it, seventy three? UFC Vegas 73 UFC Vegas 73 From the Apex. Alright John, let's go, let's go. What's this fight we're gonna uh, talk about? We can talk about some boxing. boxing we've, we've got
0: two, two baby. One of them may well May 20th, the date for Devin Haney versus Vasily Lomachenko 12 rounds for Haney's undisputed lightweight championship, which is 130 pounds. That's a little big for Vasily. Mm-hmm. At and... one point, at yeah. one point, Lomachenko was the best technician there is. I don't know if you guys have watched Devin Haney fight. That's some bitch can fight. Yeah, that dude is a technician.
1: What I think is gonna be a little bit different about this fight is that Haney's gonna keep Loma out on the outside with his jab, his footwork. He's gonna you know, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be able to land the big shots, I think, from outside. Loma's gonna to have to get inside, be able to cut the corners off of those jabs and be able to try to land from there. But what I have noticed with Loma as of lately, he's slowed down. He's yes. a little bit more hittable. Um and it's nothing against him. He's just getting older, and that's it. Yeah. And that little bit of a slight difference in speed. Goes a it long a way difference. when you're fighting someone oh, sure. who is damn good. Especially like
0: as, Devin Hayes is one of the best right now. Yeah, Let's he's be phenomenal. Honest. phenomenal.
1: Phenomenal. Phenomenal. The win over the stellar. win over Loma though, that puts him right in that conversation with uh with uh who's the other guys? Uh, Terrence Crawford, Errol yeah. Spence. Yeah, there's uh, so, the so. the other one. The uh, God, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember. Gosh, man. Ah uh, Shakur. Man. Sorry. Oh, because you've got Shakur, yeah. you've got uh, Crawford, Spence. Who else is there? Uh, there was another one there. Oh, the oh, oh, tank. You've got kind of those guys that are all around in that little area. There, they're all going to be trying to fight each other because that's those are all the money fights. They're going to sure. come up into the negotiations. It's going to be whoever can, you know, forfeit enough to where I am willing to take this amount of money to fight you. You know, it's very rare that you have. What Showtime was able to put together with the Garcia and the and the uh, tank fight, because it's so rare when you have two undefeated fighters willing to take a chance on losing it, mm-hmm. and in uh, boxing that's what makes boxing shitty. But then again, when the when the fight does finally happen, it makes it so exciting for that one fight. For that one fight, oh. no one can tell me who the fucking prelim fight was that night. <laughs> Nobody. I don't know anybody that can tell me because it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's the one fight. I'm like, why do you guys even bother having the other fights? Like, who are you who are you guys really warming up? Like, hey, the main fight's going to start at eight o'clock. Just just announce it that way. Save yourself all that time. Well,
0: also on the on the same night, mm-hmm. you do have Katie Taylor in Ireland taking on Chantel Cameron for her. I want to say it's what junior welterweight title mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay.
2: So okay, you
0: know Katie Taylor just you know trying to take on and gather belts as much as possible and stuff. So I wanted to see her in that rematch with
1: Amanda Serrano. I thought yep. that would have been the. the fight they're supposed to be kind of getting that. See. They're supposed to be getting that thing back together. We'll see. But it was I think supposed Ser- to happen. Serrano's fighting uh, uh the yeah. one the that, uh, Hardy. That's right from uh, New York. Heather 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 Lee. Hardy. Yeah. She's still doing her thing, man. Still doing it. Good for them. Tough. I'll give her that. Yeah, she is tough, man. She is tough. All right. Well, hey, um, that's gonna wrap up on the uh, on the boxing matches and stuff. So let's go ahead and move into some news. What you got for us, Dave? Dave, give us some Uh, news.
2: Yeah, I got a couple couple fun ones. Just we'll we'll have some fun here. Um, The first one is Bellator middleweight champ Johnny Eblen. Thinking that he could hang with uh, Israel Dang, Adesanya. He and him then hang? He's... Uh, First up. up. Uh, the title, the
0: middle, and, and it, it, it just says that he would destroy mm. UFC title
2: holder Israel Adesanya. Mm. And he especially after seeing the holes in the Pohera fight. Wow.
1: Uh, look, I, I, I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon. No, I, I, am, I am on the Johnny Eblen bagwagon. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But I'm not going to jump on this train where it says he's going to destroy him. Um, I am going to say that he's got all the attributes to destroy him. To beat him. To beat him. Yeah. I mean, he's got the attributes to destroy him, John. I just don't think it's going to be as easy as he would think it would be. Because Izzy, though, Is what he does have is he has great lateral movement. When he strikes his back and his footwork and the way that he's, he's got beautiful
0: yeah. distance control. Yes. His, yep. Especially when he's fighting someone that is not quite as long and tall as he is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but Johnny's but, getting close, but he's not as long and tall.
1: No, <laughs> but what I can say though about Johnny is that Johnny fights in the ways that is not like a traditional fighter that will fight him. He will yes. Double jab in, switch stance to a right hook. Come back with a straight left. Drop down on the single scoop and lift. Doesn't get it? Go to the body lock and take you down. And if he Johnny doesn't, does? Yeah, yeah. he's Johnny now. does a
0: beautiful job of. Every wrestler has a primary primary leg forward. Mm-hmm. That's where they you know wrestled their entire life. Johnny uses his striking to switch his feet up mm-hmm. for that shot when he's going to take it, and he does it just effortlessly beautifully done and it makes it to where his takedowns come so much easier based upon that you know what he uses his hands to get into the wrestling and the guys are they're they're working at stopping what he's doing with the striking and all of a sudden he's deep on the takedown and they cannot adjust to it in time
2: yeah
1: look i I think that in that in that pull up the ufc middleweight division i think i've done this before i think the only guy that would I'm not saying that Izzy doesn't give him a hard go. I think Izzy, Izzy gives him a pretty good fight. But I think once that fight hits the ground, it's just a different level of, of fight. There's a big, on the feet though, I think Johnny can stand a tiny bit, but it's got to get more into the focus of wrestling and the grindiness and the, you know, in terms of fighting him in a phone booth. You got to fight him in that, my forehead is I in think your the chest.
0: Guy, the guy that gives Johnny Evelyn the biggest problem out of the UFCs is Robert Whitaker.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I said this, Bobby Knuckles. He's got. He's the guy that's going to give him the most uh, problems because he's got good takedown defense. He stays tight with his standup. Uh, he's not too concerned about going to the ground. Uh, he's okay with being there. He probably will be good at getting back up. Uh, body style is not going to be. It's going to be like, for me, the it wrestling is- to get in on the uh, someone like an Izzy on the single leg, the snatch, working your way to the body lock, those type of things. Johnny mixes it up so well. I think that he it would be an easier fight for him to fight. Uh, izzy than it would to fight bobby knuckles
0: but but that's that's what you when you look at Mm -hmm. mma math it doesn't work out
1: no it never does it never does but i i look at i look at the if i look at alex i look at izzy those two fights are a little bit more tailor-made for him um i also look at uh marvin vittori's a little bit of a grimy guy i'll be a little i think that would give him a little bit of a hard time too um you know but if once he did get him down i don't know if marvin would be able to get up back up to his feet uh, I looked down this, the explosiveness of Paula Costa would probably give him a little bit of a problem. But I think as the fight went off, Johnny's conditioning and cardio is just, it's a different level in terms of the pace. I said this about when he fought Tokov because I was like, oh, Tokov, he's got great power. He's got big speed. You know, he's, he's got heavy hands, all those things. But man, Johnny fought him in that first round at such a pace that Tokov after that just had, didn't have what it took to keep going at that pace for the next two three four and five rounds so cool. it was uh that's what I, that's what you you look at and th- this is the other thing that I've looked at Johnny and Evelyn like when you look at the Gegard fight just showed him no respect everyone walked on eggshells around Gegard because you know all we ever heard was how good he was and I was one of the guys saying he was probably the best middleweight in the world if not you know in the top one or two so that but then Johnny was like I don't give a crap who he is I don't care how good he is. I don't care how many 60-something fights he has. I don't give a shit. I'm going to fight him my way. I'm going to go out there and set precedent. Because he had just saw saw one fight before that. He saw his teammate, Austin Vanderford lose to him. And he's like, Austin, just right off the bat, I could tell Austin showed him too much respect. Showed him way too much respect, and that's not what I'm going to do. So he didn't do that. And so what he went, he went out there, started landing the strikes, started throwing the inside leg kicks, started switching stances, mixing it up, used his speed, utilized the wrestling, didn't force the takedowns, but off the clinches, got off the clinches, landed some big shots, got, big on the back, got back in on the wrestling. He put, mixed it up so well that it kept Gayard guessing, and I could see yep. him doing the same thing against. He also Izzy. Heard of doing the same thing. Of the fight. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely um, doing the same thing against uh, Alex Pereira, but I think Robert Whitaker gives him a tough go and uh we move on we'll see good stuff though you know the guy that in that weight class and just not getting as, as much respect as he deserves is roman delizzi man that guy is yeah. tough he is tough very i tough. think he's he's a bad matchup and a tough fight for every single person well, in that you weight take class. a look
0: at his fight when he fought vittori a lot of yeah. people thought he won that fight
1: so yeah i kind of that kind of, was very close I, I mean i wasn't upset either way on how it went but no. i kind of was leaning towards delizzi i believe if i
2: go back and think about that fight uh next next thing all right, um, some more deal here. We have mm-hmm. Kayla Harrison. Uh, you guys kind of alluded to it earlier, but saying that she's uh, in her last season with PFL contracts mm-hmm. up in December. Cyborg fight is looking, looking probable, possible, probable, plausible. Mm. One, one of them. <laughs> yeah, one of those words.
1: Possible, probable, plausible.
0: What do you? think? Which one I, is it?
1: I think that the marketability it's of pleasant. Chris Cyborg and hit, having her still on the roster is important, especially if something like this becomes available. <laughs> I think the understanding that um, that uh, Francis has just signed with them for a, an obscene amount of money and every fighter that he fights is going to make an obscene amount of money that her, she, they understood that, look, we were paying her an obscene amount of money. Now that's going to go away. They freed up that capital, and now Bellator will probably absorb that cap, you know, absorb that cap hit. And when they do, you've got females for her to fight. You've got Arlene Blanco, you've got um Sarah McMahon, you've got Chris Cyborg, you've got Sinead Kavanaugh, you've got fighters in there. Catsangano. Catsangano, you've got fighters in there that are willing to fight her. Makes sense. <coughs> it makes a lot of sense. So I'm looking forward to uh Looking forward to if she does come onto the roster. I'm looking forward to seeing those fights all come to fruition. be nice. Great addition. look I think the signing of Sarah McMahon kind of changed the the direction of which Bellator was doing the hundred and forty five pound weight class. They signed her Cat now being ready to to fight you know and be as, a little bit more active. Arlene resigning as well. I think what it was is to really kind of get a focus of where Kayla Harrison's gonna be and she came out publicly and said I'm not gonna be. In PFL, I'm going to be fighting. I'm going to be fighting on my contract, and I'm up in December and I'm ready to go. We'll see.
0: We will see, but I give her a. Well, I love the fact that she's chasing something. She what do you think the percentage chance is?
1: Percentage. Give me a percentage chance that she signs with us 25%, 80%, 50%. 50%. 50. If you say 50, you're such a. That's like a push. What a you're just sis. like
0: a middle-of-the-road homer. You're such a push. Have you ever heard of one of those? That's Have you ever sissy. heard of a guy that's like that? That's sissy nonsense. Middle-of-the-road
1: homer? Jeez.
0: <laughs>
1: Jeez. Didn't even I buck up it. and give me a percentage. I gave you 50%. That's not. That's the push. That's weak. It's not a that's push. Weak. Okay, yeah, you give me a percentage. Push. Give, I think, give me a I think, I think I think I'm going to push 80%. Oh, you're going 80 Yeah, I think she signs wow. with us. You're I think ahead. she signs with us. I, I don't see anybody in the in the UFC. That division doesn't even really exist. They've got Amanda there at the top. No. There's no other fighters. It would only make sense for her to come fight for us. That's it. I'd say eighty percent. I would even go a little bit higher, but since you pushed it fifty, I didn't matter what I said. Anything above you was being a man. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited if they do get that done. Well, you know, I, I personally, I think Kayla is a
0: fantastic fighter she's a great person i would so love I'd to love get to uh
1: larissa bacheco also like to oh, get yeah. her too she'd be awesome her yeah, and arlene would be a fucking great fight she's a- oh that would be a good oh. one her and arlene would yep. be fucking just stand and go yep. i'd love I to agree. see that fight well i think larissa larissa would be looking for the takedown of that one yep i mean I, I like i said i know i got this i she got you know Cyborg and I got off on this thing because I was like, look, there's no one in the division anymore. There's, you know, but then we re-signed Arlene. I'm like, okay, now it's headed towards re-signing Chris and the deal wasn't done yet. And then we signed Sarah and I'm like, there's just no way we don't sign Chris now. And then shortly after that, Chris got signed and perfect. And then now that you know that Kayla's coming up, well, it makes sense. You know, it all makes sense. So, I mean, like if you could find a way to get Larissa Pacheco. So many things going on. Yeah. So many things. I Let mean let's not forget we've got other other female fighters that are in that weight class. You've also got Janae Harding, you've got uh Leah McCourt, you've got other female fighters that are there. And having an addition like this makes sense. I mean, I know there are leaps and bounds in terms of levels to judo, but you know, Leah McCourt's got pretty good judo, but it's not on the level of Sarah's, but or not Sarah, but Kayla's, but <laughs> no, but it's just fun to hey, they both got yeah. judo, let's just let's just throw that fight together let's and see, see what happens. You know, one's got a little bit better. I I look at, uh, Leah's got pretty damn uh, good jiu-jitsu. She's got good arm bars, good triangles. She's good off of her back. She's good at kind of getting back to her feet. You know, um, Kayla's got great arm bars. She's got great kimura. She's got good top position. She's, you know, she's got she's got pretty heavy hands from that top position. So that should make for a fun fight. I'd like to see that happen. That'd be a good fight. So we'll see what happens, but... Um, Hopefully it all happens here soon. December, I know it's a long ways away. Jeez, man. Cool. Yeah, it is.
0: Half a year.
2: Yeah. We'll do one more fight here. Oh, uh, oh man. Reported Bantamweight bout uh, that's being worked on is Corey Sanhagen versus Imarna Magomedov. Now uh, you, you don't have honest. to bet me. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, is John, this, this is a great one, matchup. This is the one. This I got to be honest, man. This is the one guy I didn't want him to fight.
2: Huh?
0: Well, yeah, I think it's. I think it's this. This is a. This is a perfect jump-off point for Umar. No, look, you got. You got to go. No matter what, you're gonna to have to go through them all eventually. No, I get it. And, and you take a look, and there's certain elements of Corey Sanhagen's game where mm-hmm. he's gonna cause Umar some problems, and there's yep. certain elements of Umar's game that he's gonna cause Corey Sanhagen some problems. They're both elite fighters, and they're both mm. so good in the same area mm-hmm. but i do think that the wrestling wise umar does have an advantage uh, and so it's one of those the length of cory sanhagen can always cause someone problems his ability to bring the knee the knees up the middle in the way that he does at times you know he's dangerous fun fight love that one yeah i and you're gonna go I just want Umar to have one more fight before. Yeah,
1: I did. See, I know I, I wanted him, but look, no, Dave, pull, have it. pull up the thirty-five can't pound rankings it. for the UFC. You know, obviously, because I'm a little biased, I would have went right to Marab, but I think Henry's going to get that fight, and yeah, you know that Henry's Sean's get getting that. the next yeah, title
0: shot. It. Sean's getting the next one. So, so then you got Corey. I mean, if you're Umar, you're sitting there saying that is a I love that fight. Give it to me. Corey Sandhagen at number four Uh huh. puts you right there, right in title contention. No, it does. It if you get
1: the win. But Umar's not going to wrestle like a normal traditional wrestler, like a Frankie no, Edgar he or a Habib. He's not going to wrestle no, he'll like stay, those guys. He's going to
0: stand and he's got a ton of
1: stand-up skills. Yeah. Yep. He's going to catch the kicks, though, also. He'll catch the kicks, get the takedowns from there. His submission grappling has gotten so much better, and I don't see... I, I think we we were having a discussion with Apache uh, Mix when we were at the uh, Hawaii show. Was it Hawaii? Yeah, we were at the Hawaii show, and just in that discussion, we were talking about um, he's like he's hands down one of the best guys, if not the best guy I've ever trained with against about Umar, and he just said the the, the and way Umar he does, says in reverse, yeah, Umar says in reverse, and he's like, yeah, he's the best guy I've trained with, especially on the ground. So it's I think it's a mutual respect, but understanding where they're both at. Um, I think he's ready and, and, and you know, Mix has trained with, you know, Aljo uh, in the past, trained with Marab in the past, trained with uh, all these guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, the success I think that Umar is going to have going from number 11, though, to number four. That's a huge jump, huge jump. But I would like to have seen a, a Rob Font fight or obviously I would love to see the Dominic Cruz fight, but that's only jumping you two spots. But I understand the Rob Font fight or Pasa. I even said Peter Yawn. I even said yeah. Peter Yawn. I, I look at Corey. Corey's very, I think Corey's beatable. But Corey's going to give him problems on the feet that, that Peter wasn't going to give him. You know, then um, the control on the ground is where he's going to have to do it. But how is he going to do it? He's got to be slick about getting there. The length is going to give him some problems. Now, I know that I know that Umar fights long. Which is fine because he's got the use a lot of side kick, a lot of snap kicks to the head, like his brother Usman. A lot of spinning attacks, a lot of spinning attacks. Uh, he's got a beautiful like little right hook, slur, you know, straight left into the pipe. Uh, he's got all of those things and all the tools. He's got, I think, he'll have the speed advantage. Um, he's just a little bit. He's obviously a little bit younger. Uh, he's gonna have. I look at it though. Is this going to be a main event? Is it going to be a five round fight? Depends
0: on where it's put.
1: You know, In a three-round fight, I think I think Umar gets it done. In a five-round fight, I start getting myself going, oof. Because Corey's going to be there in the fifth. And Umar not having experienced, not that I'm aware of, experienced a five-round fight before. You know, and um, that kind of gives me a little concern. Your first five-round fight is against a fucking Stone Cold Killer. You know, and uh, normally it would be. Normally it would be anyways. If you're a five-round fight, you're a main yeah. event. But I would like to, you know, say like, hey, this guy's he's only fought one 5-round fight whereas I've fought, you know, he's fought none. Look at that's a little bit more even match. Sanhagen's fought how many 5-round fights?
0: I look at this. This is this is this is where he needs to be.
1: It's time. You're such an asshole.
0: No, you're just protect <laughs> you're 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 like I a doting little mom. I am. I you're am, protective am. and you, you got it. it's like, hey, fly, be free. Yep. It's your time. This yeah. is the time. Because you could take a look at all those people that are above Umar right now. Pedro Munoz, aging a little bit, tough dude, but Umar I think gets that win. Yeah, Dominic Cruz he gets the win. Song Yadong is a tough one because he's got power in his hands and he yeah. can wrestle. Yeah, so that's a tough one. I think Rob Font he doesn't have the ability to stop Umar when Umar wants to take him down. If he does in the stand-up, it's very close. Marlon Vera good matchup. Peter Yan I think it's a good matchup for him. Yeah cory sandhagen there he's, he's next so it makes sense i get it i understand this is gonna be a good fight he told, it, he told everyone out there look i'm human just fight me yeah cory sandhagen said i will i love now, that
1: well the one thing i can say about this is that you know they habib waits a little bit until he realizes how good they are and then he says hey we open the floodgates did the Play. same thing with Usman Nurmagomedov. Usman, his Absolutely. brother, he said, "Hey, yeah, he let's protects, give me a fight or two. Them for a while Yeah, let me give let me get a fight or two of them in the same in this promotion. Let me see how well they're doing. Let me see how comfortable I feel with them. And then now the floodgates are open. Let's go, call them all out. Yeah. We're ready for any of them. And uh, you know, I look at Peter being probably one of the tougher fights. Peter, Jan, and Corey Sanhagen being two of the tough fights. I think it. Would, I think the Marab fight would have been a little bit easier for him. Nothing against Murab, I think that, that that fight would have been a little easier for him. Now, I still doubted the 4th the and 5th because he hasn't been there. Not that I'm aware of. I've been there in the 4th and 5th yet. Against someone like Murab who has that type of cardio and is willing to push. Can he do it for 4 and 5 rounds? Um, But I think in the first 3 rounds, I think that it would be a pretty dominant performance by Umar in that fight. Sean O'Malley is an interesting case because he's so tall, he's so long, he's lanky, he's got good speed. Can jab, can kick. And he's not too crafty. He's not too bad off of his back. He's pretty crafty off of his back.
0: No, he's crafty. Yeah, he's good. He's good, good grappler.
1: Yep, yep. And then Henry's just a yep. just a different animal because he's hard to deal with. He can wrestle you, can take you down, control you. He can he can strike with you on the feet. You know, I think the length of Umar would give him a little bit of a problem. Well, I but think, I also don't think that they would ever fight given the relationship.
0: Yeah, I think you're seeing, but Henry's in that position where give him yeah. his next fight. You no, know, give him his next fight. Henry's going to be a whole lot better than he was in this fight. With I mean, he's just going to just getting back into the speed mm-hmm. and everything. He's going to look look a whole lot different. So
1: does Henry beat Marab? Does Henry beat Marab? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. And I
0: yeah. and I, I really like Marab. I think he's just a gutsy fighter. He's he sticks with what he's good with, but he out wrestles people. Yeah, it's going to be hard for him to get all those takedowns.
1: I agree. I agree. And Looking forward to now. seeing if that fight actually comes to fruition and hopefully it comes soon. Yeah. Because the tension of that fight being talked about by Mr. Cringe himself, Henry Cejudo, is fucking driving me nuts. Because <laughs> that's the fight that I've, I've originally wanted to see. I wanted to see the Aljo fight, but then as soon as that fight ended, I was like, there's no other person for you to fight but Merab. That'd be yeah. that's smart. Put you right back yeah, in that you, title. You called shot. that one right away. Yeah, because if, you, if, you, if, if Aljo's going to beat Sean, let's say he does, I don't know if he does, then Marab loses, then that puts Aljo, that puts Sean O'Malley in, and and Henry in together. And then Aljo said he's going to go, even if is it, even if he loses, he's going to go to 45. Or does yeah, he try to win the title back? So. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, that's going to wrap up our our uh, show today. And hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Go to OnlyFans.com slash weigh in. Subscribe to us over there for free. We're doing a Q and A this weekend, so. Submit your Q&A questions, your fan questions over there. We're taking them from that channel Thursday. over there. Sorry, Thursday. Thursday is when we're doing it, not this yep. weekend. Okay. And uh, that will be on OnlyFans. So OnlyFans.com slash And Submit your fan questions over there. Also, go to WayneInMerch.com and pick up some of our new shirts. I'm going to try to get some shorts. Let's get some shorts going there, guys. It's summertime. Let's go. <laughs> summertime. John's got an AC unit on. Summertime. That's why. And then put the thunder. It's hot as hell in here. Go to wayneinmerch.com pick up some of the short sleeve available shirts there and uh dave's got to get on these uh new designs we gotta get some new designs out we got to be releasing dave at least once some, one a month buddy can we make Ooh, see that see that design that's we that's have on our on our page can we make that a shirt like that stripe right across the front yeah that picture i'm sure. looking at can we make yeah, that, we a, make shirt? that. We make cool. a shirt that'd be kind of cool on a white one or on a black one what do you think you, know, you got that smart-ass look on your face. I know. Right there, like, mm-hmm. Says the guy that has the smart-ass look on his face. <laughs> 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 oh. All right, John, take us
0: yeah. away, buddy. Hey, for everyone out there, be safe, have fun, and we will see you.